When you live with ADHD, there's a feeling that seems to never want to rub off and that's the feeling of not living up to our full potential. Remember how in childhood you knew you were different without really knowing why before part of the answer to that was ADHD? Same goes for this huge gap we feel and that we can't seem to shake off between the potential we know we have and where we are in our life. But what if we could change that belief by looking at it from a different angle? What if transforming our mindset created a shift that allowed us to break free from the limitations and find ways to use our potential as leverage? This could really be a game changer, don't you think? Welcome to the show. Honey, have you seen my keys? Huh, forget it, they're in my hands. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boali, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40 and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one. Welcome aboard. Hello, hello, hello. It is such a joy to connect with you. And this week, I really wanted to share my thoughts on something that I find challenging right now with ADHD. And that's the feeling or belief that I'm not living up to my full potential. It's something that a lot of us ADHD adults experience. And it's a feeling that seems to never want to go away. My hope with this episode is that it will help decrease that feeling for you and allow you to shift that belief. Before we get this conversation going, I want to take a moment to say thank you for listening to the Phenomenally ADHD podcast. I really, really, really appreciate you and I need your help so more people can know about this podcast and if you would share it, it would be awesome if you did it maybe with two or three people. Thank you so much. So the inspiration from this episode actually came after talking to someone on a discovery call about how ADHD impacts our lives when it comes to living up to our potential. There aren't many things about ADHD that bother me, honestly. I can navigate through most of the challenges because I figured out what works with my brain and what doesn't. I'm always shifting limiting beliefs, transforming subconscious programming, releasing and healing whatever is ready to be. The main reason why that conversation resonated with me is because at 50, I feel as if I'm not living up to my full potential, thanks in part to ADHD. It's actually something I have been struggling with for quite some time now, and I'm kind of sick of it. And chances are, I'm not the only one. 
The first thing I do when I want to look at something with a broader view is move as far away from it as I possibly can, zoom out as I possibly can. As ADHDers, we've often been told that we needed to try harder, to put in more effort, and we had so much potential but weren't using it that we could do so much better. Despite the fact that it had a huge impact on our self-esteem, I also believe it also tainted what we believe about ourselves, what we are capable of achieving, our abilities, and our potential. As kids, if a parent or teacher told us that we didn't try hard enough and they knew we could do better, we may have thought that they were right. Their intention were probably good, but our interpretation as a small child might have been that we didn't meet their expectations. I couldn't honestly say if the impact is different whether you knew you had ADHD or not as a child, but in the 1980s, it's not something that was talked about much. That I know for a fact, and identifying what the facts are is the second thing I do after taking a step back. And I don't look at the facts about ADHD. I try to find whatever facts that make sense to me. Not society, science, what is expected, or what the norm is in the matrix. I get out of the matrix to find my own answer by asking questions that help me see things in a different way. Questions that will help me redefine what something means to me that is not influenced by what I was told, what I was taught, or what I was influenced to believe. I might ask, what does it feel like to me to be under the impression that my potential is limitless and yet my achievement chart is not what I'd hoped? How can I see things differently? That is one of my favorite questions. I ask it all the time just to help broaden this view that I'm trying to find so that I maybe am more able to see things that I wouldn't otherwise. Another question I ask is, is it the reality or a reality? And what do I have control on? What does it mean anyway to be living up to your potential? That last question can be a tough one to answer since the meaning I have is that it has something to do with what I've achieved so far. In our society, when you work hard, put in the effort, the consistency, and the discipline, it increases the potential for success. And I'm totally, I, I totally agree with that. The thing is, in my ADHD world, and maybe in yours too, that doesn't make sense because I do all that without necessarily having results matching my hard work, efforts, discipline, and consistency. It's as if the Pareto rule, a principle that asserts that 80% of the outcome comes from 20% of all causes of any given event, works the other way around when you have ADHD. 
And with challenges such as prioritizing and planning, this might not be that far from the truth, since the 80-20 rule is to prioritize the 20% of factors that will produce the best results. So if all the effort and hard work are on the 80%, no wonder they're not producing that much results, and I feel like I am underachieving. Now, Remember that this is a way for me to step out of the matrix and search for answers that I will try to make sense of. And that is definitely an interesting way for me to look at what it means to me to be living up to my potential. I'll just need to figure out how I can get my uniquely wired brain to find the potential things I could focus on in the 20% on any given project. If I take this podcast as an example, the time and energy I invest in writing, recording, and editing an episode with the intention of offering valuable content is useless if there's only a handful of listeners. That falls in the 80% of the Pareto Principle. A factor in the 20% that would help in growing the audience is a marketing strategy to promote the podcast and increase its number of listeners. Where I'm getting at is that no hard work, consistency, and effort I'm putting in will get me far without a game plan to reach the ADHD adults looking to better understand their difference. So if I were to give you what it means to me to live up to my potential, it would be using my skills, talents, and abilities in everything that I do. Keeping a global view on what I want to achieve and what I have accomplished so far. Knowing that I gave it my best. Learning and developing the skills needed to be more efficient. Remembering that by definition, potential also means possibilities. Looking at the facts on the long-term impact of ADHD, because numbers are kind of interesting, studies show that the challenges persist in 78% of the boys and 62% of the girls who continue to have full or partial persistent ADHD symptoms as young adults. It's been shown that those with ADHD between the ages of 23 to 32 face occupational outcomes such as being 11 times more likely to be unemployed or not in school, 61% more likely to have ever been fired compared to 43% of the comparison group, 53% are more likely to have ever quit a job due to dislike compared to 36% of the comparison group. No wonder we may end up in our 40s or 50s with the feeling of not living up to our potential. However, that's one reality. It's not the reality. Reality is our brain's relative understanding of the world based on where we are and how we are observing it. At any moment, we can change this perspective and, in turn, change our experiences of the world around us. It basically depends on what you choose to focus on. If the numbers I just mentioned are the reality, then it shuts the door to any possibilities, therefore, to other realities. Statistics are great, but like reality, they're one thing we can refer to, not the only one. 
There's no question that our beliefs affect our abilities. Believing that we need to make more effort or that we didn't work hard enough is the last thing we need to do. That's not what we need to live up to our full potential. What we can do is start acknowledging that we have a different way of doing things, stop listening to those telling us how we should execute them and start using ways that fit our brain style. That will help decrease your challenges, you'll feel less overwhelmed, which means that you'll be able to get more done because you'll have more energy to take action. Now, what ADHD traits could come into play with this impression of not living up to our full potential? I guess the answer is different for everyone, but for me, it's definitely persisting on a goal, especially the ones that are more long-term and occasionally short-term ones as well. I'm not the most patient person, more than I used to, but waiting is not my favorite pastime, so impatience would be another one for me. Time blindness is another one, if not the most impactful because even though it's hard for me to project myself in the future, I sometimes get caught up in I'll never have enough time to accomplish everything like being an international speaker. There's been a lot of improvement in my time management skills, but I'm sure you can relate to the feeling of time running out. Then there's planning. Anything that has to do with organization and problem solving is a piece of cake for me. But planning? Unless I'm planning a trip, it's as hard as running a marathon backwards. It's better than it was, but I haven't reached the point where I have developed the habit of doing it or being able to break a goal or project in smaller chunks and sticking to it. I know I say this a lot, but knowing what works for your brain is crucial. And the first tip I want to give you when you feel that you are not living up to your potential is pay attention to your inner dialogue, the words, thoughts, and emotions that are swirling around. Then start questioning the belief. How is that serving you? How is that affecting your energy and mindset? How is your inner dialogue getting in the way? My second tip is this. Take a step back and find ways to look at the situation differently. Review your reference point to make sure that the feeling of not living up to your potential isn't based on what others think. My third tip is know your strengths and build on them. List at least three of them. You can even go up to five or more that allow you to access your genius zone. Strengths and talents such as creativity and imagination, keen perception and insight, ingenuity. The idea is to see what limitations believing that you're not living up to your potential creates and focus on something that will help you move forward. Now that you have an idea of the different angles you can look at the belief of not living up to your potential and what to do to change it, let's look at how to transform your mindset. Because once your mindset shifts, you're able to find ways to use your potential as leverage and that's where the strengths you have identified will help you do that. 
Our mind is extremely powerful. One thing that you need to know is that the old part of the brain is wired for survival and doesn't particularly appreciate when you step out of your comfort zone. And even when you do, it will do everything to get you back in there through doubt and fear. Do you see here how the belief of not living up to your potential could be a scheme from your brain to keep you safe? That's where mindset comes into play and the goal is to build a strong one. The way we choose to feed our thoughts and where we direct our attention has an impact on our energy and positivity. If you always put your attention on what's difficult, what's not working, and what you struggle with, it doesn't leave a lot of room for the upsides of ADHD to show up because your attention is on the downsides. And what you pay attention to expands. Building a strong mindset means that you'll have to move past what you think is possible and what you think you are capable of because you'd be surprised of what happens when you stretch your limits even a tiny bit. Changing your mindset is also about becoming aware of the stories you tell yourself and to write a new one when the one that is playing is bringing you down instead of lifting you up. It's also changing how you see ADHD and allow yourself to question what you learn and hear about ADHD to forge your own opinion. Not everything I share will make sense to you. It's okay if... And I hope that you disagree with me. What I'm sharing is my truth, not the truth. For example, you might not be able to see the bright sides of having a brain that functions differently, depending on where you are right now on your ADHD journey. Just know that your mindset and the way you see ADHD can evolve if you choose to allow it. Making the most of your ADHD brain is a process, not a one-time fix. And with coaching, not only will the process be efficient, but it will be enjoyable. By shifting your beliefs and building your mindset, you'll be able to see and use your potential as leverage, not something to only live up to. How is it possible to achieve that, you might wonder? The power we have to maximize our potential sits in two important things. How much potential, power, and possibility we believe we have, and the mindset with which we generate the power to change. Our potential is not fixed, and the more we change our mindset, the more we're able to change what is possible. And quite frankly, I don't believe that potential is something to be chased or conquered. It's something that we gain to explore, utilize, and harvest. Every time you use your talents, your strengths, and abilities, every time you are in your genius zone, you are using your potential as leverage. Every time you recognize that nothing is missing, broken, or wrong with your brain, that it is different, not disabled, you move away from what has been defined as the negative aspects of ADHD and get closer to the positive ones. You're not denying the challenges and the chaos ADHD may create in your life. You're actually balancing things out because it's not all black or white. It's not one or the other. It's both. 
Using your potential as leverage is also finding ways to use ADHD to your advantage instead of letting it be a disadvantage. That's a wrap for this week, you amazing and phenomenal one. Hope this episode helped you change even just a bit your perception of the feeling of not living up to your potential when you have ADHD. And don't hesitate to reach out through the email provided in the show notes if you have any questions. Sending much love your way and let's connect again next week. I so appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.